0: So our Lord Jesus teaches us by his words and by his actions. You know, and I was thinking about the greatest action that Jesus did no greater love than this that a person would lay down his life for the sake of his friends. And so, our Lord's actions teach as his words teach. But what did he do in the gospel today? He did a lot of things. The thing I want to focus on is rising very early before dawn, he left and went off to a deserted place where he prayed. Simon and those who were with him pursued him and on finding him said, everyone is looking for you. I don't think any more true words have been spoken. Everyone is looking for Jesus, whether they know it or not. Because Jesus is the truth. Jesus is the way. Jesus is life. And everyone is looking for him. But how is it that we seek Christ? Rising very early, before dawn, he went off to a deserted deserted place where he prayed. We simply must pray in a deliberate way, in a sustained way, in a consistent way. Our lives must be marked by prayer, verbal prayer, meditative prayer, and even for some contemplative prayer. The verbal prayer is words, meditative prayer is imagery and putting ourselves into the circumstances and situations of the gospel, letting the Lord speak to us as we are silent And then contemplative prayer where really we are moved to union with Christ. The mass, the mass that is unfolding right now that you are participating in at this very moment goes through these stages. At the beginning of the mass, lots of words. Actually, we begin with repentance and humility, which is the foundation of all prayer so we begin with repentance and then there's lots of words there is the readings and i'm praying and now i'm talking to you all and this is kind of like verbal prayer and then at some point in the mass after the collection we're going to have a little transition and you're going to kneel right and i'm going to do all the talking and i'm not talking to you by the way let's just make that perfectly clear i am not talking to you i am praying to almighty god And you, for your part, are there to meditate, to receive, to hear, to unite yourself to the prayer of Christ. And so we have the verbal part of the prayer, and then we have the meditative part of the prayer. And I ask you today to give yourself over to that time of meditation. And then you come up for Holy Communion, and you say yes to Jesus. You say yes to our Lord. You're united to Christ. And you go back and you kneel in silent, interior, contemplation, Christ in you and Christ with you. This should be part of our day, whether we come to Mass every single day or not. That we would have the Word and then we would have reflection and we would have union with Christ. What are you looking for in life? What are you looking for? Jesus is told by Simon Peter, everyone is looking for you. And we are looking for him. The way and the truth and the life, our friend, our savior, our Lord, our king, our healer, the beginning and the end, the alpha and the omega. But we must pray. Hear me say this to you. I hope you hear me talking to you You must pray daily, persistently, sustained and consistent in order to become, in order to be changed, in order to change. What is prayer? Prayer is that vital, personal relationship with the living and true God where we communicate with him, where we speak, and we listen. What is prayer? Prayer is the raising of the heart and the mind to Almighty God. What is prayer? Prayer is recognizing that we are not God. Prayer is an act of humility. It overcomes pride, and we put ourselves before God. Prayer is a response to the initiative of God. God acts first. Prayer is our response to God seeking us. This, the most powerful image of this, perhaps, in the gospel is the woman at the well that Jesus meets there at the well and asks for a drink, but really says, if you only knew the gift I have for you, you would ask me. So we must pray in response to God's initiative by creating us and bringing us and adopting us. Without a deliberate effort to grow spiritually, we will not mature. You will not. You will be stagnant. Some of you might be thinking, I don't know how to pray. Seek and you will find. If to no other thing in the world is this, is this passage of Scripture true, seek how to pray and you will find but we must practice. Practice makes perfect, you've heard a million times. Now, how to pray, when to pray, and and when to meditate. I'm gonna talk about meditation a little bit. I can tell you from my own personal experience, the morning is the best time to pray. He got up, did you hear what Jesus did in the gospel today? He got up very early in the morning and went off to a place of solitude and prayed. Now give you a little Mike O'Connor life history, you'll indulge me for just a second, okay? Once upon a time I lived at Ocean Springs and I worked in Gulfport and I had to get up at four fifty in the morning in order to get to work on time. I was so opposed to getting up with anything with a four on the clock that I changed my clock ahead and made it five, you know, it was just too early. It's t- the principle of the matter. So when I got to the seminary, after that job, morning prayer was at 730. I was like, now this is living, right? This is living. So, but I still had time to get up and have breakfast and read the paper and go to morning prayer and go to morning prayer. And then I became a priest and my first assignment as a pastor was at Sacred Heart in Dito. And you know what time daily mass is in Dito? 8 Now that was a good life right there 8 15. Plenty of time to get up in the morning and pray and read the newspaper and kind of reflect and then I found out I was coming to Bay St. Louis. What time is daily mass at Bay St. Louis? 7 a.m. I said oh no <laughs> how is this going to work and let me tell you when I first got here it didn't work it didn't didn't work. I said, I'll pray in the afternoon. How does that work? Life gets in the way. Life gets in the way. I quickly found out if I'm going to pray, I got to get up in the morning and pray. If I'm going to exercise, I got to get up early in the morning and do it because life gets in the way. My brothers and sisters in Christ, we have this example from Jesus today. He gets up very early in the morning and goes off and prays. Why does he do that? What's he doing in the evening? What's he doing the evening before he gets up very early in the morning? He's crowded out by life, isn't he? All of these things and difficulties and responsibilities and issues and circumstances come up. So we must pray. And if you're going to pray well, I'm not saying it's absolute law absolute every single human person that's ever been created. But by and large, for the most part, if you are going to pray well meditation, you're going to do it in the morning. And so we must get up in the morning and pray. A daily commitment to prayer. Prayer transforms our life. It, prayer transforms the lives of those God is calling us to be part of. of. We lay down our lives in prayer. There's no greater love than to lay down your life for your friends. One cannot pray all the time unless one prays at set times. And so, my brothers and sisters, we must pray. To do God's will, we must pray. Sometimes people are are concerned that Well, you know, how do my prayers help? I don't, I don't see anything. I I don't, I don't have the kind of uh, response and reaction. Let me just promise you that in the spiritual order, there is a cause of our prayer from all eternity in God's providence. He calls us to pray. And there is a cause that will happen from our prayer. In the same way as from all eternity, God ordained that you take some fire and you put it on wood and it burns, right? And it gives off heat and we can have fire and wood and we don't burn it. We have no heat. God gives us the soul to be able to pray and we must pray. We must pray to warm our lives. We must pray to transform the world around us. And we must pray in faith, deliberately sustained and consistent You know, the responsorial psalm today was praise the Lord who heals the brokenhearted. Did you hear that? Did you hear that song over and over again? Praise the Lord who heals the brokenhearted. Life is filled with difficult circumstances to be sure. But those difficult circumstances cannot define us unless we let them We are often eager to improve our circumstances, but not as eager to improve ourselves. Prayer is a means of transforming ourselves by the grace of God to expose ourselves to the fire of God's love. God tries us. We experience trials in this life, not that God will know us, but that we will know ourselves. And how do we come to know ourselves? In the crucible of prayer, we must. Pray. Have I made my point? I'm going to keep making it, okay? We must pray. Job spoke saying, is not man's life on earth a drudgery? Are not his days those of a hireling? He is a slave who longs for the shade, a hireling who waits for his wages. And so life is filled with difficult circumstances. And who do we want to be in the midst of those circumstances? A man of virtue, a person of healing, a guide, one with Christ. By prayer, we respond to the circumstances of this fallen world in faith. We seek God's love, God's love, God's eternal purpose for us that we would be holy, that we would be virtuous, that we would be led beyond the difficult circumstances. Prayer and communion with Christ will transform our difficult circumstances into the very ladder by which we climb to achievement in virtue. Prayer becomes a participation in the Christ, in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ that saves the world. Yes, when we come to see the difficult circumstances and the burdens of our participation in the very life of Jesus, as he carried his cross and laid down his life. My brothers and sisters, prayer is essential. You wanna call yourself a Christian, you must pray. And you must pray daily, and you must pray consistently, and you must pray persistently. And if you don't, you're wasting your time here. you're wasting your time. We must pray. You know, gold is mined, right? There's a lot of work to mine gold, a lot of work. We mine the gold of growth in the spiritual life through prayer. We pray with verbal prayers, the Our Father, the Rosary, The Jesus Prayer. I put a bunch of pamphlets with the rosaries out there. We pray the rosary. We meditate on the mysteries of Christ. We pray the Psalms out of the Bible. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Psalm 23. Psalm 130. If you, O Lord, would mark our guilt, who could stand? But with you is found forgiveness for this. We revere you. Meditation. Go to the Adoration Chapel sit before the Blessed Sacrament, go to a quiet place in your house, sit in silence, get up early, have a crucifix before you, and say, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. And sit in silence and pray. If I preach the gospel, there is no reason for me to boast. An obligation has been imposed on me and woe to me if I do not preach it. And how do I preach the gospel? How do you preach the gospel? By becoming living vessels of the gospel, by becoming living vessels of the good news, by having a life transformed by your intimate relationship with God, to be a good master of your house, the house entrusted to you to be filled with virtue and self-control and right thinking and right acting. And how does this happen? Rising very early in the morning before dawn, he got up and went off to a deserted place and prayed. Woe to me, woe to me if I do not become who God created me to be. If I do not preach a life of modesty and self control, of peace and patience, endurance, of selfless love, of holiness. But you know the journey to meditation is difficult. That's why so few do it. Oh, no, it's boring. No, it's not boring. It's difficult. It's difficult. It is difficult to overcome the obstacles to enter into meditation. It's more difficult than manual labor. It's more difficult than being a soldier. It is difficult because it requires faith that's put into action and it requires us to tithe of our time, but we must pray. Have I made my point yet? Yes, I'm gonna keep making it, okay? Listen to me. You get distracted in prayer. Refocus. Ask again. Kneel next to Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. Tell him you are looking for him. He comes to heal us. Your prayers aren't answered. James chapter four, verse three. You ask and you do not receive because you ask wrongly. You ask for yourself. For your selfishness. We don't ask for our selfishness. We ask that we may serve, that God's will may be done. Peter's mother-in-law, we can't miss this. From all that I have said, Jesus heals her. She gets up and what does she do? She serves. We pray that we may be transformed to serve the gospel Woe to me if I do not preach. Woe to me. My brothers and sisters, our lives must be marked by prayer, and the best time to pray is early in the morning.